You have fought back the Dominion, looted strongholds, and even braved the Shaper Storm. But now you're safe behind the city walls. Freelancer, welcome home. This is The Anthem Show. Welcome home, freelancers. This is The Anthem Show. I am your host, Manny G, and I am joined by three of the most handsome men I've ever met. We have Andy Flavorous, and for the first time on The Anthem Show, Mr. Lurson. What is up, my friends? I didn't know you've only met three men. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, but one of us is still the ugly one. <laughs> look to your left, look to your right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't see the ugly person, it's you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thanks guys for joining me this week, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some anthem. All right, guys, you guys ready to jump yes. in? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. So we learned something really cool this week. So anthem, we just had our uh, they just had their public demo mm-hmm. going down. Last week was their closed demo. Last week they said they had nine million hours played, which is pretty cool. That's that's a lot of time in in just two mm-hmm. days. They just had a blog post on EA's website where they said uh, a combined total of both weekends uh, was uh, 40 million hours logged. Damn. That's pretty good. That's a lot of hours. Uh, I was most of those, I think. <laughs> that would be my fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what's funny is, as I think the reason why it is so high is because, you know, that's 31 million hours played on this very last weekend. A lot of people were actually able to play. Yeah. Yes. Not 12 hours of being locked out of the game. That makes a huge difference right there, man. Yeah. And plus it was completely free public demo, right? right? Anybody can jump in. It did. You didn't have to pre-order anything. So that was pretty awesome. So yeah, the demo is over, but the next time we have a chance to play Anthem is when the game releases. But if you have EA Access Premiere or Origin, then you get to play anthem on february 15th hold on manny i have to get my decoder ring to figure out when i can play okay (laughs) i'll I'll help you decipher this so if you're playing on pc you get the entire game on february 15th provided that you're paying for ea access premiere so that is pretty cool that is like one week early from the actual release which is february 22nd but if you are an ea origins member on xbox then starting on February 15th, you have 10 hours that you can play and you can do that on the 15th. You could do that on the 28th. It doesn't matter when they just give you that 10 hours of, of demo time. That is actually the full game, but it, you know, you're limited by for 10 mm-hmm. hours. So that's that. But if you're on PlayStation, you have to wait until the 22nd. There's no, there's no, (laughs) there's no getting your hands on Anthem sooner than February 22nd if you're playing on the PlayStation. Suck it, PS4. We finally get something on them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're not gloating. You're gloating. All this time. (laughs) So now we know what Anthem is all about. We've all had time to play the the uh, closed demo, and I think we could all agree that it should have been called a beta. It should not have been called a demo, right? Because it really felt like it was a beta. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. Uh, well, I will. I will say that the the second week, the open demo, 
was in comparison to the first w- week uh like a massive success <laughs> like oh, it just okay. was yeah. totally yeah. Uh, a different experience you know um uh, i i know these guys like Larson specifically but Flav, it sounded like you you spent a, a lot more time in there than than i had a chance to i think i i could uh, the bulk of my play time was like a couple hours on Saturday, um, and that was mostly with the uh, with the interceptor. I had never even really got to use a storm. The Colossus I tried, but he wasn't nearly as fun as as the Ranger and the interceptor. So, um, but I, you know, for the most part, I had a I had a pretty decent time. Uh, I did have an issue when I first got in where it would it wouldn't let me complete. Uh, like a session, I'd get in there, I'd get rewards, and then it'd kick me out. Um, but it did eventually give oh, me all okay. those. Rewards. It was just it gave you. me all the rewards though when I was finally able to finish. Uh, but you had to go back to the login screen. Well, it it did like four times in a row. It would kick me out, so I never even got my rewards f- from gotcha. all of those four like partial yeah. sessions. But then I think mm-hmm. it was with I was with Flav and Eric. I ended up getting into the reward screen screen and uh, and and I got all of those rewards. So. That was kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. So what we're going to do for this show is we're going to talk about our demo experience. And then we're going to talk about how the demo is different from the full game release. But before we do that, let's begin with the end. The end of the demo. They had a nice little event. It was like this firestorm event where the the sky kind of changed and fire started raining down and even... Somebody said that there was even meteors. I think one of the devs said, have you been hit by a meteor? And Titans started to spawn like throughout the map in free play. So they they wouldn't tell us exactly what this event was called. But Ben Irving said on Twitter, he said, what you're seeing in the game right now is just a small hint of some of the big things we have planned for Anthem's live service. More to share on that soon. And Mike Gamble followed up. He said, the thing that started today was shaper technology starting to go off the rails. Weird things pop up. More dangerous dangerous creatures fill the lands. But oh, oh no, that was not the worst it gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Mike, Mike Dara, like everybody was talking about this, obviously. And uh, he, he confirmed, he said that it was just a taste and there's, there's more soon. So people... You know, obviously, all the EA game changers are making their YouTube videos and they're, I think they were doing a, a bad job of overhyping things because they're like, is this the, the cataclysm that we've been hearing about? This is a shaper storm and all this stuff. But Casey Hudson actually confirmed on Twitter as well. And he said that this is just a mini event. Mm. Okay. So now that we understand exactly what this was and what this was not, what did you guys think about the mini event? I jumped into it uh, right after uh, Flav put, posted that it was live, and I jumped in it with Alex, and uh, we uh, we jumped off the platform, uh, flew around looking around, and we saw a giant fireball, almost like it almost looked like a uh, a weather map of like a hurricane, but with fire, oh, wow. just yeah. twirling in the sky, and like this had this orange glow to it, and. Uh, it was raining, which is really cool because the rain cools your suit so you can fly forever. Oh, nice. And uh, flew around, came over this uh, little hill, and there's just this giant titan. And he's just throwing those uh, oh, those little balls of energy everywhere and just spawning tons of ads to kill. And 
it, it looked amazing. It was it was really really fun. Nice, Andy. Did you have a chance to? Uh, uh, no, check no, that I out? did not. Um, you know, this was Sunday, and I didn't. I did not get a chance to uh, hop on uh, Sunday. Sunday was a pretty busy day for me, but it sounds a lot like yeah. what. Uh, a little bit like what Fortnite does, I guess, right? Don't they have uh, sometimes events like this that kind of happen during the game? My my kids were telling me they had one not too long ago. I guess people can't kill each other in the game and so that they can sort of witness this thing happening in the map uh, during the gameplay. So in any case, it sounds really cool. Those little events that happen, you know, just in the world, just something different and exciting to do. They sound a little bit like public mm-hmm. events. So, yeah. Yeah. It actually reminds me of uh, Warframe a little bit more. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get a message on your screen from the Lotus, and it'll say something about uh, go to the Plains Vitalon because the ghouls have taken oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire map will be covered in uh, the ghoul enemy that usually only spawns here and there, but they'll be spawning everywhere, and it just kind of changes the whole map for a little mm-hmm. bit. And when you first log in, there's like a news splash screen and it actually said during the event, it's it just uh, was titled the storm. A strange storm is in the sky. Giants are rumored to walk the land, head into free play freelancers. We need your help beyond the walls. So kind of a similar, similar, like a message. Yeah. Right? How about you, Flav? Yeah, I, uh, I jumped in, uh, jumped off of the fort. Big dude was waiting for me and, uh, I was a little bit underwhelmed with the difficulty mm-hmm. of it. Uh, I ended up soloing it as Storm. And there, were you on a hard mode? Uh, yeah, I, I was on hard mode on free play, but he couldn't hit me because um, most of his attacks are ground based attacks. Because you're too good. Humble yeah, brag. I'm too good. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the the ads he spawns are the elementals, and they couldn't hit me. Uh, and the few air attacks that he did have are super telegraphed and you just hit evade and just keep on firing. And so it took a while because I was by myself. Yeah. But I, I took him down and uh, I think I got one rare out of it. So I was looking for something oh, a little bit more. Yeah. The spectacle was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it looked really awesome. And, you know, the, the sky was on fire. That was neat. I did hear that people were getting better drops. And then I saw a screenshot of somebody was awarded 100 uh, Masterwork Embers. Just from one kill. Wow. So it looks like potentially could be rewarding. Yeah. There were like lesser Ash Titans and then there was also ancient Ash Titans and sometimes no Titans would spawn. So it, it seemed like people were loading in and out to free play just to find a monster to fight. Yeah, yeah I, I loaded in several times and I only found the ancient that one time. Every other time I could only find the lesser Titans. Gotcha. It did uh, It did have some problems though. Um, we had... Uh, our, our Ash Titan did disappear right before we killed him. Oh, oh, no. Then he reappeared behind us with full health yes. again. <laughs> uh, it was definitely an instancy problem between uh, when a new player would load into the map, he oh, would respawn. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So it was just it's just an instance problem they have to work out. They had the same problems with uh, the division in the Dark Zone. You'd have uh, enemies that would uh, despawn and respawn every once in a while. They, they got that fixed pretty quickly and i think they can do the same here in anthem yeah yeah i also heard there was a bunch of server issues on so i couldn't play on sunday during the day like my gaming times at night so i missed uh missed the whole thing but yeah i heard mm-hmm. heard there was a lot of server issues whereas on you know friday saturday servers were pretty good mm-hmm. i think whenever there's a little bit of a hiccup people just say server issues yeah. 
it's I think it's more <laughs> complex than that. I think it I think it has to do with the instancing and uh, just the blanket term of well, there's something wrong with the server. It just yeah. kind of <laughs> oh yeah. Bro, Reddit doesn't lie. So this okay. was a mini event, and I think <laughs> um, I really like the idea of them doing this, especially when they tell us that this is just a hint. This is just something small. So, so you could expect a larger scale events going down in free play. What, what other events would you guys like to see like in the future? I mean, this was really cool. The, the sky box looked awesome, but they're just spawning like one, one monster pretty much. Right. Well, it's, it's really unlimited. I don't, you know, it's not my job to be imaginative. Yeah, I just um, play this stuff, man. <laughs> Give me something cool. Yeah, uh, I just shoot yeah. the things. But no, they they have set themselves up to do absolutely anything because how they've done the lore yes. and the anthem can just do whatever anything. the heck it wants yeah, to do. That's true. So it's it's super exciting just thinking of all the different prospects we have ahead of us, and I really hope, like I said, they they ramp up that difficulty and uh, make us have to actually work together to kill these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, one idea I had is that they would have some kind of like a some kind of cool storm where there's actually like a portal you go through and you go through the portal and there would be like an instanced boss room. Yeah. Basically, it'd be like a, a big, almost like an arena type style area so they could actually balance a really good boss encounter within a, a location because in free play, you can just like you can escape, right? You can just fly away yeah, or yeah. whatever. But I, I think it. I think something like that would be really cool for a. How for do you play. pull that off, right, as a developer? Because something like that sounds like kind of end gamey, right? Where this is this, it seems like is public events type thing, right? Where we're just periodically in in the map, maybe free roam or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have these things sort of spawn, and so like, what are our options? You know, when we when we think about this game, we've been comparing it to. Diablo, we've been comparing it to Monster Hunter. Yeah. I don't feel like Destiny is a fair comparison. So, but if we think about those no. two games, right? Like Diablo, mm-hmm. I mean, what's really like the point there? I, and and you know, we well, can. The point would be just a fun activity, right? Right, and they can balance it through just the difficulty that you load mm-hmm. into. So, if you're on Masterwork One, then that's how hard it's right. going to be. But it kind of reminds me of like Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, a, a league where it was called, a, yeah, it was the Abyss League. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is that all of a sudden you would see these little things on the ground and it would like have these ripples that would go through the through the earth and you kind of follow down the track. And then all of a sudden it would it would um, um, spawn like a, uh, like there was a chance for it to spawn like a hole mm-hmm. basically. And you'd go down into the Abyss and there's a small separate map that you go through and, and you kind of clear that out. And then if you're really lucky, you'd, you would actually find a boss battle inside right. there. And it hmm. was it was super exciting. It was one of the most exciting things about that mm-hmm. league, and it was a it was a lot of fun. So so maybe that kind of s- stemmed from some of those right. memories in the back of and, my head. And that's that's what I was trying to like. What I was trying to get to was like Diablo. I think is more about you know the builds that you can put together and how those builds interact with the other people that you're playing with, right? And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean it could be. And, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're wanting to. Push the leaderboards right. in a group, then and then having a good group with synergy will and then work. Something better. like Monster Hunter is more about like the encounter with whatever it is that you're fighting, and sort of the, you know, the fight itself, right? And how how you sort of take down this really powerful uh, creature. Um, I think things like that. Maybe if they married the two somehow, 
in this specific sort of, you know, when we're talking about these events that they're, that just spawn in the world, mm-hmm. I think those would be cool. I think things like mechanics would be great for something a little more endgame, right? Like maybe that's... Well, I mean, it can be endgame. Like, why not? Why not have this on the... Um... On the what is it called the difficulty level number three? Oh, Grandmaster. Uh, yeah, yeah Grandmaster wh- I mean, three. why not have a Grandmaster three version mm-hmm. of it, where it's you know it has that right. really high level of challenge, and, you gonna, know it, nobody can actually yeah, beat it that's gonna except take for us, a small percentage. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I th- I just think they can do a lot of like they could introduce a lot right. of variety with this particular uh, thing they can do with these. They could events. also go higher stakes with it uh, to bring Warframe back up. They had a thing to where uh, one of your relays, it's a social hub, was getting attacked and it was like, hey, guys, uh, you know, so many people in the community have to defend this relay or it's going to get destroyed. And everybody's like, shut up. No, it's not. (laughs) And and that relay got destroyed permanently. Yes. Um, (laughs) So that was years ago. And just recently we had to go through a whole thing to rebuild that relay. And that was also a community event. So I don't know, maybe, maybe Fort Tarsus gets stormed and we have to, you know, defend it. And it's a community thing for sure. All of those are great ideas, right, man? It just keep you sucked into the the game that, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing about this, man. It has, has a lot of potential, you know? And I think that, you know, it's sad that the demo, uh, went down the way it did because for a lot of people and and you know we're going to talk about it a little bit uh in a in a while but um a lot of people got turned off by that man and right and rightfully so i think right um sure yeah i mean if the game doesn't work yeah there's no no real reason mm-hmm. to buy it but let's let's do that guys let's talk well anything else about this uh these mini events any any last thoughts before we move on yeah um i mean they could definitely go along the same lines as the titan event i mean how hard would it be to say that a a new swarm of scorpions has taken over the map so the map is just covered in scorpions and it's got large boss sized scorpions everywhere yeah, yeah. that'd uh, be awesome the enemy troops are rallying and now there's tons of elite soldiers everywhere and you have to take out their uh, encampments mm-hmm. i mean it's just or a Stuff relic like spawns and just starts throwing out pumpkins. <laughs> Harmless <Yeah>. pumpkins. <laughs> I'd love to see like a giant grabbit. Yeah. Right. There you go. There you go. Revenge. <laughs> Revenge. It could be like a uh, event. It could be like wow, where you kill a couple cows and all of a sudden the cow master comes. Like you just kill like ten grabbits and all of a sudden a giant grabbit just comes and wrecks your day. Uh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> all right. Well let's let's jump into our, our demo experience. The uh, the demo gave us access to story missions from level 10 to 15. So it was just a tiny little slice mm-hmm. of the game, just those five levels. We had free play. We had one stronghold, the Tyrant Mind. So let's let's talk about this, guys. Um, what was it? What was your favorite thing? Let's Lurson, let's start with you. What was your favorite thing about about the demo? My favorite thing about the demo. Um, I really enjoyed that they started us with 15 uh or 10 to fit levels 10 to 15 and like gave us a chance to actually use the stuff yes. we found it would have been a lot less fun to start from the ground and have to work your way up to be able to use all the cool abilities making it so that you could quickly unlock the other javelins because i really wanted to play with them and uh, figure out what i wanted to main yep good point what about you flay what'd you like about the the demo as a whole uh well it's what i've been hoping i would like uh the teamwork it was awesome, especially when we were a bit under leveled 
Uh, we were going into the tyrant mine. We threw it on hard. You know, we're like level 12 or so. And uh, we were getting wrecked. And so then we're like, yeah. okay, guys, we have to kind of figure out our builds. Okay, I've got these primers. I've got these detonators. Uh, and, and then we went in and did way yeah. better once we planned it mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Uh, that mm. definitely my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, what about you, man? What'd you like about the demo? Um, I really enjoyed that, uh, or I appreciated that they gave us access to all four, uh, javelins. I know that going in, we were expecting to only have, uh, access to the ranger plus one, that plus one being whatever we decided to unlock. Right. Um, yeah. but it was very cool of them to sort of, um, you know, give us that that uh, that olive branch of allowing us to to play all of them. And maybe they were just they, you know, that was a little surprise that they were going to give us at the end anyway. But given all the issues that they had, I thought that was really cool um, that they would do that for everybody. Um, yeah. So that that was probably the coolest thing that people actually got to play uh, all of the javelins. Yeah, definitely. That was that was really really a cool mm-hmm. thing, and uh, that's kind of. I think that's just how it should have right. been, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Because otherwise people would have had to just delete their character and start again. Right. That made it a lot easier. I think my favorite thing about the demo was Tyrant Mind, was the the stronghold that we had. And it was it was really fun. I liked it quite mm-hmm. a bit. You know, I started as the storm, like I just unlocked the storm or whatever and jumped in and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't I didn't know like what the abilities <laughs> did or anything. So that probably was added difficulty and plus like staying in the air, like hovering all the time. So so I had my own little challenges built in, but I loved the level of challenge that it had and how we did have to it it forces you. It forced you to work with your abilities, to think about the utility s- skills that all my teammates had as well as my own and how best to use them all. And it really did like it, like, just like you Flav, it really made me think that the cooperation that we're going to have to bring to this game is going to make the difference, whether we succeed or fail. And that was really excited to me because I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun in that, in that stronghold. Mm-hmm. I was in there with Flav and, um, and, uh, Eric the second weekend and yeah, we, we went in, <laughs> I don't think it was a stronghold. I think we were just doing it was the mission, wasn't it, uh, Flav? Where we all went in with like no primers. <laughs> oh no, that was that was, was the it the stronghold? Yeah. yeah, dude, and we were getting yeah. crushed by everything, and we we're just like, "What is going on, man?" And uh, yeah, like Flav was saying, <laughs> we we had to do some just some retweaking. There was a lot more communication uh, at that point, but uh, but it went way better the second time, and and it just really speaks to. I think as the content gets harder and think about, dude, we, all we had was greens and blues. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really the garbage, oh, yeah. level yeah, 15, the garbage sure. of the game, <laughs> you know, like I can't wait to see <laughs> yeah. what those masterworked um, drops are going to allow us to do, man. It's, it's really exciting to think mm-hmm. to, to apply that teamwork to getting our hands to on, on that gear. Did you have a favorite javelin? Oh yeah, dude, the interceptor for sure. The sassy flavor sassy is still pants. storm, or or have you changed your mind? Oh, I'm I'm definitely all storm. I had a ton of fun with interceptor, but I don't have it down mm-hmm. yet. I died a lot. Um, as storm, I could definitely take on way more. Yeah, Larson, just the ranger. I I I was able to play all four of them quite a lot. I unlocked all the gear f- pretty much for all of the javelins. So I tried out. Yeah. Everything the game had to offer and Ooh, just that base ranger, man, it's, 
It's just got enough of everything. Yeah, so much utility, right? In yeah, comparison it's, to it's the really other javelins, it, like it does all of them well, you know? The only thing I will say about him is he doesn't have a lot of primers and detonators compared to the others. Mm. Bro, you want some acid, though? Just let me know. I got you covered. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Sound like a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> got that. <laughs> so combat was amazing with these javelins. I loved the fact that you know, you, you're naturally incorporating your movement into your abilities. And that whole, that whole, uh, gameplay was, was awesome to me. I loved it. It was, it just really just, uh, it was like a refreshing experience for me because most games, at least the games I play, I'm, I'm either like playing in this fantasy world where it's like, uh, you know, where I'm all using skills, like in games like Diablo and Path of Exile and Warcraft, or I'm, I'm doing these first person games where I'm just only using guns. So I think just the mixture of the movement and the abilities was awesome, but like not everybody was happy with guns. Mm. So I, I kind of understand that they're shooting like icicles out of your fingers versus shooting bullets. You know, right. one's obviously cooler, right? But mm-hmm. but what, did you guys find any gems as far as the guns go? Or do you think the guns all really need a lot of work? The guns were definitely the weakest part of your loadout. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to your abilities. And Lars and I were talking about this over Discord. You kind of had to figure out your build because uh, there's one sniper rifle, the Devastator, that just did a stupid amount of damage, but you yeah. got you got hardly any yeah, ammo for it. Like so points. you kind of had to... Yeah, you kind of had to uh, figure out your abilities and use abilities that had a short cooldown so that in between those cooldowns you could fire that gun just one time go but if you had abilities that were on a longer cooldown you probably wanted something with a higher fire rate and more ammo so you, yeah you had to figure that out but still the guns were the weakest part of it larson you like this sniper right i did um i liked, liked it. it so much <laughs> i liked you... it so much that i carried two yeah. of them <laughs> I, uh, I, I was i figured out that you were able to carry uh two devastators uh, and I had a drop that uh, on the actual Devastator itself to give me 10% more ammo. Yes. So uh, I had the 10% more ammo, and then I had a uh, Masterwork, or, or not Masterwork, but uh, what is it called? The uh, thing you use to boost your stats. Component. Component, component. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple components that gave you more sniper ammo as well. So uh, between oh, nice. the Storm's oh, short nice. cooldowns uh, and that extra ammo, I was able to continuously have enough to fight so on that devastator 10 percent more ammo is like a quarter of a bullet right <laughs> <laughs> i think they rounded up for me so i got an extra, I so. extra, yeah. extra round i saw that somebody had one with seven rounds instead oh, nice. of five because they crafted yeah. they crafted it <laughs> nice that's awesome uh i think uh alex was carrying eight oh, wow. rounds for his beautiful i don't remember how he got it but yeah dude i i uh the guns were the biggest letdown for me i i'm not a sniper in really in any game and the devastator by far was the best gun right it was like such a pendulum to go from that gun to i mean essentially what felt like pea shooters and and manny you mentioned that uh you know shooting icicles out of your fingertips is much cooler also way stronger you know what i mean which is what made those abilities like hands down your go-to right and and i mean it makes sense, right? We're like this Iron Man flying around, right? That should be the case, but uh, but uh, but the guns just they they really didn't do it for me. They were a huge letdown, with the exception of the Devastator. 
I will say, though, uh, as the Colossus, when I was playing him, walking around surrounded by spiders or scorpions and just using that flamethrower, it didn't do a lot of damage, but it was hilarious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yes. uh, if you stunned the boss, the autocannons, they fired so many bullets and his hit box is so large that you could actually hit him with the autocannons. It, it did a lot of damage real fast. Now, those are the heavy weapons, right? Yeah, and only Colossus, Colossus can, can use them. them. Yeah, I liked the Colossus. I thought it was really cool. There's a lot of talk on Reddit about how they're kind of underpowered and they don't have good survivability. Keep in mind, they're only level 15. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, any class that's going to be gear dependent, you know, because when you get specific Colossus components, they're going to have that massive amount of armor and stuff like that. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a gear dependent class. So I think when it's once you're level thirty and start gearing out, it's going to be a lot stronger than what we had at level fifteen. Mm-hmm. They did also say though that they're going to they are looking at the Colossus to see if it needs any help. Right. But we'll um, see. I I think they all felt pretty good. Since we're talking about the Colossus and uh, the combat, might as well talk about uh, Flav and I's uh, combos when we were fighting the uh, the boss at the end of the uh, the stronghold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Colossus, and I think what what were you playing, Flav? Was it Storm or Storm? Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he was freezing everything in sight, and I was had my shield out, just walking towards the enemy with my uh, lightning Coils, coil activated, yeah. just priming everything, and he was just exploding everything, and just combos for days. Nice. I used my super, he used his super. The ad wave came. We comboed all of them together, and. By the end of the ad wave, we both had our super Nice, again. dude. That's good, That's man. awesome. That's satisfying. Yeah. Awesome to pull that off, dude. Um, one last bit here about the guns, Manny. I, I think that the um, that's the hard part about uh, this game, right? Because the, there's also balance that you have to think about it. Like if I think of Warframe, uh, shooting in that game feels a ton of fun, right? I can. There's so many mods in that game mm-hmm. that you can make your guns super powerful, but your abilities... You know the cooldowns aren't as quick as as Anthem gives us, right? So, so I yeah. think that maybe they are sort of pushing us towards like, hey, you know what? Use your use your abilities, use your combos. That's going to be your primary primary source of ad clearing, DPS, and all that stuff. And maybe your guns more of a like a secondary type of means to deal with uh, with ads and and whatnot, right? Um, and yeah. then maybe sprinkled in there some really powerful guns like the Devastator and whatnot. So, well, I do know that there are weapons that are going to have some effects to them as well. Like yeah. there's a there's a I forgot what it was called, but there's supposed to be a weapon in the game that will like call down lightning from the sky and chain oh, lightning nice, and stuff. Dude. There's I, th- I think that's called Andy's, Andy's hammer. hammer. That's right. Andy's <laughs> hammer. We talked about it. <laughs> Never saw it though. <laughs> so basically what I used my guns for during combat was to prevent the uh, elites from getting their shield back while yeah, my agreed. Uh, yep. yeah. while my powers uh, charged back up because they would charge those things up in a heartbeat. As soon as they went behind a rock, they come back at me and they're full shield again. I think it was like so four seconds it, and they had their ridiculous. shields back. Yeah. But uh, if you could just hammer them with one little shot every once in a while, they couldn't charge. So that's basically what I used my guns for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried a couple uh, uh, builds with really long cooldown abilities, and uh, I hated it. I immediately went back to the forge and switched (laughs) up. (laughs) So the demo overall, would you guys call it a success in terms of it persuading you whether or not Anthem is a game that you're going to be buying? 
So, Andy, let's start with you, mm-hmm. buddy. Did the demo make you think Anthem is definitely a game worth playing? Absolutely, man. I think that this game has a a ton of potential. The the game has uh, the right uh, elements in place to make it something truly special, right? And that sets itself apart from everything that we've gotten uh, so far, right? Not not that they're all you know Warframe and Division and Destiny and you know all those games as a service. Yeah, yeah they're thing. their own thing. But Anthem is like, is just taking that, I feel like, to the next uh, level. Very buggy. There's certainly a lot of issues. Um, I don't believe that this will go the way of a lot of the other stuff that we've seen where it takes a year to get better. I think that very yeah. soon after launch, we'll have a very good sense of what this game's all about. You know, we'll see how what end, end game brings us, but but I'm, I'm very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Flav, what about you, man? Same question. Uh, well, with the first weekend, the VIP demo, I was like, oh, here we go again. This is another EA title. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, but by the second weekend with the open demo, they proved to me that they can fix a lot of problems in a very short time. I was very impressed with the improvement that we saw. And just the gameplay uh, with buddies, there was a lot of laughing going on. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, uh, that tells me that we've stumbled upon a game that we're going to stick with for a little while. Um, anytime you're you're laughing with buddies and just enjoying yeah. things and doing stupid stuff, that's something I want to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you, Larson? Is this a is this a buy for you? I'll tell you what. Uh, after all the struggles and the heartache of trying to get into this game, the moment I finally that Superman landing on that platform walked off the edge and took off flying I was sold completely man <laughs> that, that whole like instantly I was like yep I'm, I'm gonna buy this game I don't care if it's 40 50 hours 60 hours I don't care I, I want to play this game nice. awesome <laughs> that reminds nice. me I was playing with Fugs as soon as he jumped in and uh, all he did was go into free play and jump off the fort. And he goes, I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> that sold a lot of people, dude. All of us. That's a yep. great, uh, that's certainly a great, they nailed that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we asked everybody in Discord to give us some feedback about what they thought about their uh, their Anthem demo experience. And uh, we, we've had a, a couple uh, a couple mixed reviews for sure. I mean, not everyone is positive mm-hmm. about about anthem and this is definitely not a game that everybody's gonna like oh yeah for sure so anthem so uh i called you andy i just called you anthem bro he's got so, unlimited, unlimited power, power. <laughs> <laughs> so me six has andy, nothing on me bro i've proven to you time no. and time again <laughs> <laughs> Great. so andy, hit us with table. this uh hit us with this feedback buddy what, did, what are people All right, saying so let's see eric our good buddy eric uh, says uh, a solid game base that needs some more UI and sound polish, especially in Fort Tarsus. Not sure if it was networking related, but sometimes in a single fight, my gun sounds would vanish, as would the enemy. Uh, it sounds like a little bit of the instancing stuff you were talking about, Larson. Uh, yeah. I love the teamwork possibilities. Teamwork basically required during hard difficult, uh, difficulty expedition. Uh, loot is diverse, although I'm never a fan of RNG. Still, they did a great job with it. And that's our good buddy, Eric. Uh, moving on. Uh, my good buddy, Duff, Archimedes, a.k.a. Archimedes, <laughs> 777. To summarize our Anthem discussion from yesterday, 
This game really needs to be played with a team. My solo experience wasn't at all fun. I think the game is going to suffer from the exact same problems that other shared world games suffer from in the first two to six months. I think my biggest complaint, though, was the loading screens. I hit loading screens every couple of minutes, it seemed. I hope that is just part of the demo. Uh, On the bright side, the world building is excellent and is already Bioware's strength, so that bodes well. Flying feels excellent. The team dynamics look to be shaping up nicely. The developer seems to be engaged with the community. I won't be visiting Fort Tarses again anytime soon, but I think lots of people are going to be visiting often. And then our good friend Joe Meaden, who is a brand new dad, says... Congratulations. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, Says, uh, Anthem, Anthem thoughts from the demo weekends. Seems like this will be a great game in about a year. One... There were significant technical uh, issues both weekends from my vantage point, which I'm sure they will address with time, but it did not leave a good impression on me. Uh, number two, the game seems to be very anti-solo player. The missions do not seem balanced for one player, even free play. The exploration mode requires you to match make rather than play solo, and the combo system incentivizes team play heavily. Those two aspects are telling me this game is definitely not for me at launch and maybe ever. So that's our good buddy Joe. All right, so it sounds like they all love yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean that that's a common common theme, right? It's it's all about teamwork mm-hmm. and to play Anthem solo is possible. It's doable and even like, you know, you you can turn off matchmaking in the live game. You don't have to matchmake with people. You could go in there alone if mm-hmm. you like. Mm-hmm. But the game's designed to be played as a yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Although the to just to speak on Joe's, you know, combo system um note that that he said here you can combo on your own right you can carry primer uh, primer oh yeah primer for sure yeah was, yep that's exactly what i was saying go ahead larson i'm sorry no 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 keep going you no that's it, that's all i was gonna mention okay so yeah uh every every javelin does have a primer and a uh a detonator mm-hmm. so you, you can, can do pull it. off them sweet combos most of the comboing that i was trying to do on my own was just on my own um, and I know it was mostly because I was trying to get to know my javelins better. So I'm trying to work with, with what I have, but I know that as I get better and as I learn everybody else's loadouts at the time we're out together, then yeah, we'll definitely be banking on each other's, uh, uh detonators and, and primers for sure. Honestly, as storm, I kind of didn't want anybody else to combo off of my primers because I felt like my combo, uh, worked better. Because I would just freeze everybody in the area, which is super useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Ranger specifically. I didn't want him to combo my primer because, yeah, you just, you really took out that one scorpion, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I liked it solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go, Joe. You need to be a storm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Eric's complaint about the, uh, the sound dropping out. That was something that uh, was uh, a lot of people had. And it was just in the middle of a gunfight out of nowhere. Your sound would drop out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know the devs I'm were talking sure. about it on Twitter. Yeah. It was just a bug. I'm sure they'll have fixed out mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. but a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's move on guys. Let's talk about the differences between the demo and the live game. And you know, the, the first thing I think 
that is most important is like what we've been talking about optimization making the game more playable and better and squashing the bugs and that th- that's the one thing that they've been telling us they're squashing you know thousands and thousands of bugs um you know the 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 demo we've been playing it's like now what seven eight weeks old mm-hmm. now so you know if you're familiar with game development you know that those last two three weeks and even the last one week of crunch is where thousands and thousands of bugs get squashed basically so you're going to expect to see better improvement better optimization and you know for tarsus free play all over the all over the place and they have said on on twitter that the performance both on pc and consoles is going to be is is improved it's actually a lot better than what we just experienced and one thing that you noticed well at least i noticed was that in for tarsus it felt kind of bare bones in the mm-hmm. demo but the experience is going to be much better in the live game and one of the reasons why is because fort tarsus is designed to kind of evolve as you grow in your in your character so you meet new NPCs that you can, you know, RP with and stuff and build relationships with. And as you begin to bring success to Fort Tarsus, that is kind of shown with the, all the merchants around you. The city starts to thrive and stuff like that. And so as you're playing the game, it just gets better and better. And uh, just a, a quick thing also about Fort Tarsus is movement. You know, you walked everywhere and it didn't feel mm-hmm. good, but they did tell us that they had to disable sprinting in the demo in Fort Tarsus because of optimization issues. They they figured out that if we just make everybody walk, we don't have to spend as much time optimizing Fort Tarsus in the demo because it's just a demo. And, you know, it's now gone, so we'll never see that again. Right. So the, the full game, the release game, Fort Tarsus is better optimized so you could actually sprint, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, just another example of how this is better referred to as a beta than a demo. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I will say, even in the beta, I was walking around the fort because I was waiting for somebody else to get on, and I found a lot of things just like hidden in corners, kind of like a uh, Destiny's Dead Ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was like, uh, add this to your yes. codex. Add this. Yeah, to your there codex. were a ton of those. There was a lot of things that you just couldn't quite mm-hmm. interact with, and it would pop up and say, "You can't interact with this because this is yes. the beta." So there's going to be stuff there to interact with and it's going to have all the stuff we want. It's just Mm -hmm. not today. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something to look forward to in the live game is just that whole, the whole codex thing is going to be like, you know, it's going to be jam packed full of stuff as you play the game. I know that Eric is just going to spend all his time reading this game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even like in the free play, I was flying around and there was like a pyramid and on the top of the pyramid was a book and I opened the book and it was like, Tons of reading, but I didn't. Just, just weird. <laughs> this doesn't stuff. have any pictures. <laughs> yes. I did, exactly. and they threw it. If there. I were a developer, I would put something like that in there. Like, why are you reading this stupid book? You should be shooting things. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric needs to have a podcast. Just Eric reads Anthem. Yeah, right. And it's just him there you go. the codex. A Lord I'd podcast listen. based on Anthem. Yeah, I'd listen. Go for it, Eric. Great. So another thing that we didn't experience in the demo was the launch bay. Mm. The launch bay is a feature that they just put together within like the last month or so, or maybe a bit longer, but it was based on community feedback. So people kind of, you know, that we, we all like the idea of having a personal story. We like the idea of playing with friends out in the open world and stuff, but it's also cool to have an area where you can talk to people and see each other while you're in that kind of like a scenario of being like in a hub. 
So the launch base, it's a 16 player social hub. And in it, you can access anything like your bank, the forge, all the different weekly, daily, monthly trials, and even the, uh, the, the microtransaction store is going to be there as well. So I think it's a really awesome feature. I think it's, it's pretty cool and it was needed and it was something people asked for. And they said, sure, let's do it. That's great. Um, I know, uh, monster hunter world had that little, uh, place at the very, very top that you could hang out and it was really cool to see your friends and what armor they're wearing and an arm wrestle, how their fashion frame was going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is really just going to be a place to try out emotes. I think (laughs) I think so. Yeah. And I, I added a uh, post on Reddit and it was just like one of thousands. I was talking about the fact that we need a place where we could try out uh, like combat stuff. Like we could have combat dummies. Oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe like an extension to the launch bay one day would be a place where you can go try different guns and stuff on targets. A firing range. Um, yeah, like a firing range. That'd be great. Call of Duty uh, World War II had that exact thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a firing range in the uh, public space. So you could try out any gun and how it fired and it would give you damage and stuff like that. That'd um, be awesome. The division had a firing range like that too. So it, it's not on. Un- unheard of to have a firing range in your social space yeah that'd be cool man like to uh to go up to the roof or something or yeah or in the basement Mm -hmm. shoot each other maybe (laughs) yeah (laughs) and one thing about free play is uh during the demo it was just really restricted like we just had a very small portion of the map in in the in the live game the map's gonna really open up there's gonna be tons of places to explore and there's gonna be like collectibles and different types of events and stuff we haven't really experienced yet Nice, dude. Yeah, that was my biggest gripe is uh, I want to go over here. And it's like transporting you back to your team. I'm like, no. <laughs> like the fun police yeah, yeah. was there. No more loading seconds. screen. <laughs> you got three seconds. You're in a load. <laughs> Who knows if it's going to go all the way to 100%. I could never yeah. turn around either. I would always like hit something and fall down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a major complaint that I saw was that there was no like party HUD. Um, there's no like a party section on your screen that showed you where your teammates were or their health or their condition or anything like that. That is something that's in the, in the live game. Uh, they just uh, okay, didn't good. put it in the demo. Thank goodness. So yeah. You, yeah. yeah. We, we spent all of our free play time going, wait, where are you? Where yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> so what's cool about this. And I think this is really smart is not only do you see like their health and everything and their armor and their, their shield, but you also see their location. There's like a little tiny circle that points you to where your teammate actually is like in real time. So I think that's pretty awesome. Did you see anything with the uh, status effects on it? Cause I need to know if my teammates have a status effect applied mm. or if I wasn't I sure, but I think that's definitely something that needs to be there, especially when the interceptor has a cleanse. Exactly. Yeah. So so I, I'm sure if it's not there, then that's something we can request and we could probably make see it like there. a smiley face with like a squiggly line for a mouth and then like X's <laughs> for eyes. That would be. Yeah. Like if you're. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, MMOs that you can turn that off and on. So if you don't want it, but you can, uh, I think Terra was the last one I played where you could turn on everybody's health bars. You could turn on like it was all just settings menus and yeah, that'd be really good to have because if you're not playing with your team i don't really care if my blueberries are dying or not Mm. i'm just that guy but Mm -hmm. if i'm playing with you guys i'd like to know if you're dying yes (laughs) yeah well you'll know if i'm dying larson because i'll be screaming (laughs) in your ear larson (laughs) come rest me i don't care if i'm at the boss's feet 
Come don't, be, <laughs> yes. don't be a chump. So there's been a lot of talk about like Anthem being a, a shallow game, not having enough depth and stuff. So Mike Gamble tried to dispel some of this on Twitter. Uh, Flav, do you want to tell us about this? Some of the stuff that Mike Gamble said to kind of help people understand that Anthem is not just super narrow. Yeah, so he laid out a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, he said it's got a full main story with amazing cutscenes and performances. I'll be the judge of that, Mike. <laughs> uh, you're going to have three Fort Tarsus agents or factions, uh, and they each come with their own full arc of missions, uh, and some of those don't open up until after the main story. Uh, free play, like you said, it's going to be opened up. You can go just about anywhere. It's going to have a ton of world events and variants, uh, and they can do anything with it. So uh, they aren't necessarily going to announce these events, just kind of like what we saw on Sunday. Uh, yeah, because you know, they have dedicated servers, right? They can just flip a switch and do something. Yeah, just do something awesome. And then in Fort Tarsus, full of characters to talk to, make decisions with, uh, and they continue after the main story is done. So you can continue building those relationships and then there will be six additional optional missions related to the critical path. Uh, in the demo, we got three. And then he said, much more. There's a ton of content in Anthem, and that's all before Endgame. Yeah, I like that. I like the approach that, that they're taking with Anthem. There's mm -hmm. so many games where you just play and you just burn through the story and all that stuff um, just so you can get to max level and max gear and stuff. And no doubt a lot of people are going to do that, but they've really taken their time to, to craft a, a good game, a game with a, with a story and a game that makes you think that, Hey, De Bioware developed this, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm, I'm excited for all of that. I don't want to rush to the end. I want to experience all of these things because I'm paying for yeah. it. <laughs> Why yeah. am I going to shoot past it? You know, why am <laughs> yeah. I going to, you know, I just, I bought this thing. I'm going to go ahead and play it. I've heard a lot of people worried about this not having that Bioware writing charm. And I will say to anybody that I laughed out loud, literally at least twice playing just this one story mission. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was funny to me. And going into the basement and going to that bar and I talked to the bartender and I laughed Wasn't it there. funny? It's yeah. just a random Some encounter. Some of the conversations you have with um, those characters. Just... Yeah, it's it's got that charm, and I it was funny. And video games making me laugh does not happen often. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. I meant to bring mm -hmm. this up earlier. The one thing I did not want them to do in this game, they did it. When you're walking <laughs> yes. along and you hear, Hey, freelancer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got groupies, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Anthem's a live game, and they're going to continue to bring us new story and new activities as a part of the live service. So, you know, they're going to work hard to make the the whole experience better and better after launch. And it's, you know, it's a, it's an entirely new IP. So there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I had enough fun in the demo to know that I can put up with that and I'm going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, your mileage may vary. Right. I think, I think that... Uh... I hear the concerns that, uh, you know, Joe and Archimedes mentioned. I don't believe that uh, it'll take six months or a year uh, to to get to a place where this, this game will iron out a lot of the issues. I'm sure that it'll encounter. Honestly, I think 
at about two months, the way they've responded, you know, the the jump that they made from the first week to the second week of the the quote unquote demo uh, is enough yeah. for me to know. I mean, how much bigger is that leap going to be when they when they release it on the fifteenth for those few hours and then play that forward to the twenty second, right? Um, yeah, you know, for as much. Uh, you know, noise of, as we've made. And I was certainly one of those, right? Sitting there trying to get into the game for 12 hours that first day. I think that, that, that they ultimately, I, I think it worked out for them, right? Because it, they, they identified yeah. the issues. It showed us that they were able to respond to those issues. What we'll see, you know, the next time we see the game again, uh, will be more telling. Um, so I think that a lot sooner. Then people think this game will be in a in a in a really good place. Um, well, and yeah, for my like experience, you said, like you said, I from think. the demo from the first week to the second week, it was completely different oh, yeah. for me. Yeah, you know, the first week I called it a complete failure for mm -hmm. me because I couldn't play the game properly, mm -hmm. and it was you know to the point where the lag was so bad it was making me right. sick. But this last weekend was perfect, mm -hmm. you know. And I said it, you know, this week would be very telling, and they've proven to me that they can make a game that works. Yeah. And I know there are people out there who play this open demo and said, no, it still doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, our, I, my experience is different. It worked out great. And I, I really loved it. Mm -hmm. I think uh, what I really look for is like the, like how are they involved with the community community? Do they uh, share what they're thinking and what they're planning? And uh, I, I was listening to the game informer podcast uh, today and they did an interview with the Anna anthem developers and uh they were asking them about the uh, end game and what they have planned uh for the future and uh they said well we have some stuff in the pipeline but what we're really gonna do is wait for the community to tell us what they want and then we'll focus on developing that mm -hmm. first so that really gave me some a lot of hope for the future of this mm -hmm. game yeah and they do have multiple teams currently that are working on content like now so that's that's yeah. pretty awesome yeah, totally so any final words before we close out this episode? I, like Archimedes, am going to buy this game immediately. <laughs> Don't pre-order, but it's definitely going to be a buy for me. Yeah, unless you want to pre-order, then go ahead. Don't pre-order. I, I already why did. Why would you do that, Manny? <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Because <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us for this uh, Anthem episode. This series is almost over. So oh, no. next week, we're going to be talking everything we know about the Elder game. We're going to be talking about weapons and, and everything that, that involves level 30 and beyond. So that's going to be fun. If you have any feedback for us whatsoever, just send us an email, feedback at the Anthem Show, or you can hit us up on Twitter, just at the Anthem Show. So yeah, that's it. So thanks, guys, for hanging out. Larson, Flav, Andy. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. No problem. Good times. So until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. <laughs>